0: Right now, it's the best thing I have, and maybe I can find a way to make this whole thing work. I stand up to leave, say, see you cunts later, then head out to the pub. Off to see a lassie about some crime. Chapter 2 Cal 12 Paula's nervous, which is understandable, like, I'm blackmailing her into pretending to be a hooker. Other than being a total dirty liar, she's probably a nice lass. Cute as fuck if you like the rock chick thing. I do. Well, I like the whole woman thing. So she fits the bill. She's for Belfast. Or somewhere around there anyway. A proper tough lass. She makes the people for Bridgeton look like pussies. I met her about a year ago. She was fresh off the boat. Literally. She came over on the ferry. I'm not a fucking moron. Paula made on like she was looking for some fun, joining the scene over here. Played up her connections with the old boys back in Belfast. Made herself sound all cool and shite. And for a long time she was. She got in tight with Gubb at Neil and that lot. Doing the property jobs, burning down buildings. She was good at it. Didn't mind getting her hands dirty and always managed to get away before the police turned up. Paula didn't touch drugs at first. And she wasn't always asking annoying questions. She just drunk, partied, fucked, and crammed it up with the rest of us. But it's all been a lie. I know her secret. Made the mistake of getting stoned and started to talk too much, didn't she? Told me everything. Told the lads too, but they didn't believe her. But I do. I've got her. She's not quite so tough now, and she's gonna do this wee job for me, so that I'll keep quiet about what I know. Or that's what she thinks anyway. It's just this wee job for now, then whatever the next thing is. At some point it'll be worth my while to tell people what she's hiding. But I can get some benefit for myself for a while first. Paul is waiting for me when I get to the pub. The pit in Cessnock. It's an old shitey place, full of idiots and piss stains. But it's a cop-free zone, and anything goes. She's tarted up in a small black dress, but she's got her knee-high boots on and I can see a leather jacket on the chair next to her. It's not quite the look we'd agreed on, but it'll do. Between that and the Walkman, it's time I just get on with things and see how the cookie crumbles. Paula already has a drink in front of her, so I head to the bar and get a pint of tea for myself. I sit down opposite her and give my nicest, least creepy smile. How you doing, you daft cunt? I see. She flinches a little, I know she's fighting back the urge to call me out for saying that to her. I like to needle people like that. Find buttons and then push them regular-like. See how long before someone snaps. Except she can't snap. Not while I'm keeping her secret. So I'm just being a dick, I suppose. Did you get a wire? She says. I slide the Walkman out of my pocket and on the table between us. She leans back and rolls her eyes. If there's a way she can put any more distance between her and the Walkman without leaving the room... I'd like to see it. No way, she says. Are you nuts? You probably won't need it anyway, I say, all calm and soothing. The guys are going to have the stuff there for you to steal. The recording was just going to be a backup. Dumbo's feather, kind of like. Just so as you felt you were doing something more. Something more? She leans forward. Listen here, you daft prick. I'm doing this thing because I have to, not because I like being around you. I'm the one going in there. I'm the one who's about to fuck a guy and rob him. You can keep kidding on like you're some kind of criminal fucking genius here, but all you are is a twat blackmailing someone. She stands up and pulls on her coat, stares at me for a second. And when this is done, she says, don't think I won't be finding a way to get back at you. She storms out. Takes the Watman, though, doesn't she? When? Three. Sam. 1551. The black cab clipped me as it overtook. Its wing mirror brushed my elbow and then the bullhorn handlebars of my bike. The cabbie didn't even slow down to see if I was okay. A year earlier, that would have been enough to take me out of the saddle and dump my arse on the pavement. You toughen up fast if you ride a bike in Glasgow. I gripped the bars tight to stop the wobble on the front wheel and kept pedalling. That was the first lesson I'd learned on a fixed gear bike. Pedal into the storm. The natural instinct is to stop your legs pumping the minute you hit a problem.